date with a guy in London once. His name was Peter Nixie. That was a good good name. And he was a ballroom dancer. I think I remember this. I probably told you about it. And he also was a, a software engineer. And he was asking me something, and he was referring to, like, something basic, like HTML. Yeah. Something like that. And he was like, do you know what that is? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay. And he's like, well, do you want to tell me what it is? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> no, I do not. Well, maybe and, like, we're not know what it was. <laughs> like, I've been so embarrassed in the computer industry. I really need to know what HTML is. Please explain to me. Tell me. Can no you? one okay, ever thinks I'm joking. Great. So, what is it? Um, yeah, but you that's me the... nervous over there. What? Hey. I don't know. You can lean back. I just. Is it making you feel awkward that we're in a bed? No, no. <laughs> I'll take my shoes off one second. We're not, you don't have to take your shoes off. Like I no, said, we're I, changing the sheets. Yeah. Who gives Who gives a rat's ass? Stink. Also, we're having a lot of children arrive, and the Casey children... They like a bouncy bed. Love a bouncy bed. Yes. And they do not take their shoes off. Oh, this is not, no, this is not this a good is bed. They climb into Cal's bed with their shoes on. You know, well, so there's no rules. <laughs> no, but Real yesterday... Could you move your microphone up a bit? Yes, I can. I work, no, that's good. Yeah. Their cat was on their bed yesterday. Oh, yeah. That poor cat. I know. Like, cats. I did not sign up for this. No. <laughs> the, cats, the cats had such a good life before the kids arrived. Yeah. The cats really had it made, and now yeah. it's like, cool. So this is our first uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the to bedroom. Trivial Cahoots. To the bedroom Trivial Cahoots. <laughs> this is the bedroom episode. <laughs> we did uh, a summer of park episodes where we were in parks. Now it's going to be the winter of beds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be recording in a different bed each different episode. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's especially nice to be recording in a bed with a married couple. Mm. Oh. Not that they're our guests. We, we also have a silent married couple who are just going to be lying here. <laughs> a bit irritated that we're in that bed. <laughs> Not quite sure what we're They here. drew the short straw. Um, but I feel as though uh, we'll take a picture of us all on the bed, but I feel as though we're the grandparents in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. that's with all the, they all sit in the bed. Did they ever get out of that bed? No. One of them, Grandpa Joe. Grandpa yes. Joe comes and goes to the factory with him. But that's a weird thing, isn't it? All the grandparents, the four grandparents in the bed together. Yep. Yeah, I feel like in the film, weren't there more than four? Wasn't there like no. a whole bunch of grandparents? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Progressive family. family. Yeah. No, it's the, yeah, the two couples sit facing each other. Yeah. Oh. It's very weird. But it doesn't seem weird at the time. Yeah, I don't think our in-laws... I think they'd enjoy that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have... They like each other. You'd yeah. have... Um, Not that much. Well, you'd have, you'd have five in the bed, wouldn't we you? We would have my mom and her wife, my dad and his wife, your mom and dad, yeah. and then that's, that's it. it. That's so it. that would be a more crowded bed. Yeah. You'd need a bigger bed. Heavily weighted to one end as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Your Jess's end. Our guest today... <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> I'm going to make, make a guess. Dan Stewart and Jess Hollinger, Ger, 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 Hollinger. Like a tiger. Um, Mark Hanton. Thanks. My favorite thing is when Mark Hanton doesn't quite know how to pronounce someone's name and he, <laughs> he gives looks everyone for, he's like, yeah, looks for, for approval. He's like, please, can, I mean, if I stare like you hard those, enough, will you say it? Like Thank those you. horses that used to do uh, addition and subtraction. Yeah. You so know those? They, they used to have a horse that would count and they would say, okay, what's eight uh, plus five? And the horse would go. <laughs> and all the audience would be looking. And then when it got to 13, they'd be like, ah, I did it. And the horse would stop because it's like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, think well. I think I'm done. Yeah, they're all <laughs> applauding now. So I guess I stop. Um <laughs> Yeah, but that's, but I so always, I'm like that. I say, no, but I say that about you, but actually it's because I would refuse to say the name. It's like, oh, you can introduce yourself <laughs> to our listeners. Dan and I have a, have a secret language, not so secret, I'm sure every couple does this, but like if we're meeting someone that one of us has met before, but we don't remember their name, I'll be like, Dan, you, you have to introduce yourself to this person because yeah. I don't remember it. And what's your, do you like pinch your nose? Um, Pull no, your hair? there's no sign language. Oh, it's you just, just say it out loud. In front of them. Dan, I don't know this person. <laughs> you, you will need to introduce yourself. It's, it's normally a, like a like a eyebrows and a raise the head, like like mm. make sure you ask them 
what their name is. Yeah. Friends of ours, <laughs> one of whom is Vietnamese American, Davy and Nu, um, they would have this thing where Nu, if she wanted to go, she would say it in Vietnamese uh, <laughs> as their secret party thing. But the thing was Diddy Mao. Which is the one piece of Vietnamese that anybody who's seen the deer hunter knows. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I said it to Davey. He's like, Davey, that's no, you can't, that's the one word you can't say. Diddy Mao. That's not secret. Um, I didn't know that though. Oh. Uh, and I've, I've heard her say it lots of times. Yeah, yeah. it's just a catchphrase. <laughs> no. Um, no, I have to say that the, the few times uh, that I've seen um, new in her like going out and being out in big groups of people. She really, she's great because she doesn't know, she comes, the times, the big parties I've been at with her, she didn't know anybody. It's been my sister's friends in D.C. Mm. And she shows up and she's just great fun. Yeah. And she, I, she didn't diddy mow that I know of <laughs> in any of those. <laughs> There's no bad. diddy mowing at all in any of those um, yeah. events. Yeah. Whereas I would, I'm a big diddy mower if I don't really know a lot of people. I'm like, I'm done here now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to meet, make any new we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, but you guys... No, wait, Dan, stay, sit down, Dan, please. <laughs> no, you know please us. Um, so Dan and Jess just moved from New York City to London town uh, a few months ago, six months ago. And speaking of having to make new friends and things, do you have to make new friends in London? Are you making new friends? Or are you just... <laughs> the black Dan. look on Dan's face. Yeah, because oh, Dan has lived in London before. Mm-hmm. I was um, born in London. Born in London and returning with a champion. wife. Uh, returning and champion. A, a, mm-hmm. And some Americanisms. And what's it like being back? Well, London's such a friendly, open place. <laughs> they really, you know, you can't walk down the street in London without someone without pulling you aside and saying, hey, you're right. want to be your friend. Welcome. Welcome to our city. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Can I help you get to where you're going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big smiles. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's not been it's not been easy, mm. should we say? Um, yeah, it's definitely taken some. Eff- it takes effort in yeah. London to meet new people yeah. and to make new friends because it's, it's so huge. Mm. It's huge, and also people. I mean, I've I've said this to a number of people, so you might have heard this. Um, but it's just people are not as friendly there. Um, and I don't think it's that they want to be mean. I think it's just a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And people tend to have their very established friend groups there. They've been there for a long time. They've had these friends for years and years and years. And it's much harder to to actually break into those friendship groups um, mm. and prove that you're just, interesting and fun. So yeah. you've just been standing behind groups yeah. of people. <laughs> like, oh, hey, yeah, that's cool. Good, good yeah. idea, guys. <laughs> Love that there. joke. Oh, Love that joke. I like your hair. We, um, you, Jess is, has, has a project to like bring American openness to London. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just bring like, enthusiasm and like, or like say hi and how are you to the people behind the counter. And, yeah. Or have a good day. Mm. I know, I remember yeah. like when I was living in London and I would say to have a good day, I'd get this look like, are you speaking to me? Yeah, like this little, little bit of a shock, like, oh. What business is it of yours? What kind yeah. of thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, don't. Um, but did you find it harder moving to New York or moving back to London? Like, which is the harder transition, uh, do think, you think? I think moving back to London. London's just, really? like, well, like Jess says, it's not as friendly a place. And also, like, I was away, I was away for six and a half years. And I left when I was 29 and came back when I was 36. It makes me realise, oh, I'm not 29 anymore. Mm-hmm. I think New York is one of those cities where you can, you can pretty much just pretend to be 29 all the time. Uh, all the time. You might be getting some feedback here. Jess is. <laughs> well, I'm having a microphone She's... problem. I might have to just readjust. See, this is how he whittles his way in, Dan Stewart. Yeah. Read. Starts manhandling your wife's microphone. That's yeah, the tip, of the, the tip yeah. of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, Sound equipment. This isn't even on, is it? <laughs> but I think. But I think. Um, uh, yeah, I, I New York, like New York is one of those cities where you can you can pretend to be twenty nine for, yeah. like, for the rest of your life. Yeah, like. there's a lot more of a kind of going out, partying, carefree. Yeah, and it's also buzz. a city where you can be really spontaneous. Yeah, and you can mm. say, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" And do you want to meet up for a drink? And mm-hmm. people will be around. But yeah, in London, or be able to get no. there in no. under an hour. No, no. Yeah. In London, it's, the, so it's much like, oh. what are you doing three weeks from now? Yeah, yeah. fully yeah. booked up. Uh, <laughs> I'll meet you then, and then I'll have to leave at like ten. Yeah, when yeah. the pub is shut. Yeah, but it's. I think it's important not to let London break you. 
Because <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't think it was too bad. Like, yeah. You, you, how, how long were you there? Yeah, for? Eight months. Yeah, I was yeah. broken by London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your impression? Did you find that? Uh, well, any yeah, time I go to London, it is. T- yeah, it's well. I think what the Ickies did, um, maybe is the is the way to do it. Is kind of said, okay, friends who are a distance away. We'll see it once every two months, but then mm-hmm. they kind of made friends in their own neighborhood. So they went to the local pub and just made friends with people who were on their own road. Yeah, that's, that's the way to. Uh, to listeners do it. might be interested, or in fact, Jess might be interested to know <laughs> that's uh, Nikki and Vicky. Nikki and Vicky, uh, oh, who we oh, met right. in California, who now live in <laughs> okay. Los Angeles. I see. Where it's also hard to make friends, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think I think, Maybe. but I also think that it's hard to move to a place. It's one thing to move to a place as a single person in your 20s or as a student or someone with a new job but Mm -hmm. I think when you're married and you're in your 30s and you move to a new place people are sort of established and it Mm -hmm. is harder to um I think then the way to do it is is you have you know it's it's harder you just have to make more of an effort you either Mm -hmm. have to join a choir or Mm -hmm. join a workout group or have a baby those are the (laughs) options workout Workout group (laughs) <laughs> like just direct just eyes you like, should join the workout group <laughs> yeah um, but it is because I was trying to think of other ways that people it's, it is hard I think yeah. once you get once people are in their locations yeah. and their groups and they've in got their, their yeah, yeah, yeah in their bubble because mm-hmm. well, again we don't want to make new friends no I'm at <laughs> this hard. stage right now where when I meet someone that I quite like like you know that thing where when you're dating someone and yeah. you want to be like okay do when do I ask, like, can I have your number? Or, like, yeah. when do I ask, like, do you want to get coffee? Yeah, do you want to yeah. be friends? And so there was this girl that I was out a couple nights ago, and I had, had, like, two cocktails, so I was a bit drunk, and I was walking to the bus, and this girl came up to me, and she was, she was Irish, actually, um, and she said, excuse me, and I kind of looked at her, and I was like, yes, and she was like, wow, that was such an enthusiastic facial expression. Are you from around here? And I was like, no, 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 I'm American, and she was like, ah, okay. And she, we just struck up this funny conversation, and she was like, do you know where I can get some cigarettes? And I was like, I have no idea, but good luck. And we just had this this quick, you know, kind of ships in the night oh. moment. And I was like, wow, this is a really nice person. And then we parted, and I wanted to be like, but wait. Yeah, it's an Irish person. <laughs> I feel like person. we've got something good going on here. Facebook friend. Like, yeah, please put up your number. I'd like to talk to you again. Yeah. But it is, like, I'm at a stage now in my life where I am meeting other mothers with young babies. And there are a few other mothers where I'm like, oh, this would be nice to... Because they're mostly from my neighborhood because there are different groups set up free, you know, free baby yoga and free mm. breastfeeding support and all this stuff. So you go to a few different ones and there's a few mothers who cross over in both of them. There's a few that I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to be a nice friend maybe yeah. for me. But it's sort of like at what point do you kind of like go up to them after the thing and be like, hi, do you want to have my it's like dating. number? It's weird. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, have, you have an excuse in your, in your arms. You're yeah. like, oh, I think Cal's really warm. It's a little <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah or whatever the yeah. name is. Yeah. And, you know, like we should do a, a baby date. Let's do a baby date. Let's go for coffee. Yeah, yeah. we don't even have and that. And then, then you're we, in an annoying... We could start hanging around. You know. Or a dog. Just, if you didn't want to have a baby yeah. yet, you could always do a dog. Dog, dog walking? Well, yeah, we might do the dog walking thing because we can't actually yeah. have a dog right now, I don't think. But what's that like a dog? You know, if you're gonna have a dog, you may as well have a baby. Eventually, and I know, it's yeah. like yeah. some dog. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's true. Well, yeah, a purpose. few years ago when Connor and I were like, "Will we get a dog?" Uh, I don't know. Will we? And it was like, if we're gonna go through all that trouble of having a dog, we may as well just have a baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> at that stage. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just don't want to do that hairy baby thing. <laughs> you know, which is a sort of established phenomenon. Yeah, yeah people getting a dog and then you're going to have a hairy baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, Dan, we're going to have a hairy baby. Let's be honest. It's true. Dan probably shaved this morning and has thick stubble. Uh, you know, <laughs> got to stay flexible. Um, okay, we're going to start with our, this is the second yeah. round of um, our new version of our quick, 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 quick quiz. answer. Quick, quick. Trivial thing. cahoots. You gotta yeah. come up with this. Yeah, I gotta have a snappy name for that. Quick, 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 um, quiz. quick question quiz. I'm gonna find yeah. it now. So I've got and it is here. Is that with like... a K or a Q? Yeah, it's K K K. K K K. Catchy. Because in Ireland you can do that. Yeah. It's still you're still you can still say that yeah, yeah. in this country. So, but we're gonna because we have um, we're gonna do a little Mr. and Mrs. thing, and so I'm gonna ask questions to Jess about Dan, and you're gonna answer for Dan, and vice versa. Okay. Um, and then you can correct each other. Yeah, I think correct. Yeah, as they're saying it or afterwards. No, afterwards. Uh, okay. So yeah. Like we'll do, we'll do, and, and it's in the form of a trivial pursuit card. So we're going to start with geography, and um, I'll ask Jess, what is the furthest Dan's ever been from home? Um, 
And this is physically, not mentally. <laughs> Just. Um, what is the first dance we've been in home? Uh, Australia. And Dan, what is the furthest Jess has uh, ever yeah, been away I mean, from home? Uh, oh, uh, the furthest Jess has ever been away from home is... I should have been thinking about this before. Uh, I guess... You couldn't have known. Turkey. Interesting. Okay. And what are the, what are the correct <laughs> answers? Uh, Vienna. Turkey, I think, is further away than is Vienna. It? Further yeah. east. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then depending yeah. on Turkey. Yeah, but at what, point, at what point is she starting to come home again, though? You know what I mean? Not for a while. Like, not, for, <laughs> not for a while. No, you still got right. Russia to contend with. It depends China. what part of Turkey, I suppose. Uh, the Austro Hungary Empire, the Austro Turk Empire. That's the farthest you've been. That's the farthest yes. you've been. And? <laughs> Historically. <laughs> Pre World War II, yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, well, yeah, I suppose New Zealand, New Zealand is yeah. probably further than. In Australia, where, yeah, but are you starting to tip back again? Like, where are you from Easter? originally? Chess, Indiana, Indiana. Mm. I, I thought that was gonna be a question for me. It's Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> I win the one nil. There's no competition. Here. All right, all right, all right. We're all just friends, we're all playing on the same team. Okay, the entertainment question. Um, this is gonna be tricky, but let's go for it. What was the last song Dan listened to, or the last song Dan was humming and/or singing? Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. There was something you were humming yesterday. Um, something annoying that you had stuck in your head. Mm. Oh, but I don't remember what it was. It was like something we were watching. Oh, oh, oh! Is it the um, is it the Peppa Pig theme song? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what was, was the last? Uh, well, in the cab last night, Jess started singing Lionel Richie's "Hello" to me. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Romantic. Lionel Richie, nothing says romance. And, and the cab driver was like, oh, sorry, this is rubbish. As soon as Jess started singing along, he was like, oh, enough of that. <laughs> was it, was it yeah. an Irish cab driver? It was. Yeah. Was he saying the song was rubbish or your singing was rubbish? Was it Unclear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the other driver who, who had the taxi, he was saying, oh, I have a sense of music. Is oh, terrible. I see. And he, he just went through and he shared. There weren't two of them in the car. In the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we drive together. Dave, your music is just dreadful. That'd I can't do gear sticks. He can't do uh, steering wheels. So we just we work it together. It would be so I funny can't. if you had two cab drivers like in a learning. You know, one person was doing the how to brake pedal yeah. on the other side. <laughs> I'm shouting. Okay, history. Uh, what is Dan's favorite historical movie or novel? Uh, what's the one? Uh, oh god, we watched it together. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> oh, what's that? I remember the name. Um, Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. Yeah, yeah. Say that. And Dan, Jess's favorite historical movie or novel? It could be animated and/or. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say uh, Wolf Hall, um, the well, Henry VIII. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that slash the Tudors. Yeah. Television show. That time, you're, yeah. you're a big 16th century. Yes, big fan of the Tudors. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah, I would yeah. say that. I don't read a whole lot of like, I don't read a reader. Well, no. But it was Wolf Hall, the, the novel, or the BBC read the miniseries? Novel first, and yeah. then we watched the miniseries, which was so good. It's it great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I loved incredible. it. I love the books, and I love that. Yeah. I think they did a great job getting it down to four. Well, I think that they were planning to make an, a new one. I'm sure they probably will. Um, and apparently the stage version of it was amazing. Yeah, I heard that. A um, new one. A new, like there's a, a sequel to Wolf Hall. She's, making, bring she's, out writing, the she's, writing, well, she's the writing the third book, yeah. but the television series ends at the point that Anne Boleyn dies. Mm-hmm. And all those other wives Spoiler to get right. through. Yeah, I'm sorry. She was only the, she <laughs> was only the second familiar. wife. You know what yeah, I mean? right. There's a ton more to come. And Apocalypse Now, is that your... Apocalypse Now, that's a, that's a good answer, I would say. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of my favourite films. Has been for a long time. And what was the other one? Um, the other with the guy that plays Batman. See, this is the thing. I'm terrible with names, and I'm terrible with like movie names and actors and everything. Oh, Which Empire would... of the Sun. Yeah. Yeah, I do love that film. Um, but uh, yeah, Apocalypse Now. Um, Mark Canton and I wrote a play together yes. that uh, used Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Apocalypse called uh, Smells Like Victory. It was called Smells Like Victory, yes, <laughs> yeah. many years ago, um, and 
the the rehearsals began before the script was written. That's just mm-hmm. the way that the co-op works. And uh, so Dan and I would be up in a room separate <laughs> while everybody else was rehearsing. It would just be me and Dan arguing. <laughs> arguing. Was that the year after you directed it? Finish this that was the year before oh, okay. I directed it. Um, it was my second year. Okay. Um, yeah, so Thomas, that... Davey and Shane were directing it. Okay, okay. Myself the, and the year before upstairs I writing. came. Occasionally the with King Nikki. enters. The king. <laughs> I am the king. I come to this place here, here, and here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Co-op is not where the a best very writing. good play, but uh, oh, that was a masterpiece. <laughs> People cry. We might have to put the, a. Ah, there was some. The argument bits. we had over the end of that play, I like. I think that was the biggest argument that our friendship group ever had. It almost broke you. It really did. We were up in really? Davy's house for a long weekend, and we had to finish this damn thing. Yeah, and we were high on sugar. Yeah, um, and there was a point we just thought it would be funny if the big baddie at the end was just a papier mâché statue who was wheeled on. Yeah, and then I don't think like, that I just was in joking. Favor of this idea, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what happened in the end. There was no papier mâché. Yeah, I think it was just like everything's fine now, and and that was that. Like it did not end well. Um, but it's very but hard no to wrap happy up. With it's very ending. hard to wrap yeah. up a co-op, though. But it was at that point; it was already bloody three hours long. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. The audience, oh, just finish it. I don't care if it doesn't end. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, just stop. Just drop stop. the curtain. Everyone, bow, bow and get, let's get up. Bump. But that's the way it is in the yeah. co-op as well. Okay, arts and literature. We'll start with Dan this time. Um, uh, well, this is actually for both of you. This is we, we won't split this one up. Do you guys have any paintings in your home? An artwork. Yes. Oh, I should have remembered the name. Um, my grandfather gave us uh, an anniversary gift this year for our first anniversary um, from an artist uh, in Norfolk. And, really? Um, he bought it at the library. No way. Yeah, I do not remember her name, but it's a lovely She's kind a of local artist, pencil. Right? Is it Michaela? Drawing. And I don't know the name. Who it could be? There are lots there of artists up there. When we so we got married in Norfolk last this time last year yeah. almost, um, and. He and Jess's cousin went to the library to look at the exhibition and bought one of the pictures, thinking ahead, I think. Very nice. To give it to us for our first anniversary. Um, So he was betting on at least one year. Yeah. Yeah. Good confidence. (laughs) Good confidence in us, which was nice. Yeah, we'll see if you get a second anniversary present, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys? Well, wait, you see, he's planned out thirty <laughs> presents. <laughs> yeah. That all that he got all last year. Wouldn't put it past him. Um, yeah. And paper, first anniversary paper. So that's a nice. That's yeah. true. Gift, yeah. Gift to get. Did you guys give each other gifts or? We did. Um, I got Dan some nice vintage cufflinks. Ooh. And I got Jess flowers. A flower yeah. subscription, in fact. What? Um, I get. I get. Flowers <gasps> Well, every other week. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's a great gift. Yeah. Great gift, and they're really beautiful, and they last forever. That's like I want that gift. Beautiful. Yeah. And you can tell them how often you want them and how big you want the bouquets to be. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is a really yeah. no well spontaneous done. flowers, spontaneous flowers for me. <laughs> no, we've done uh, ticked it off for a year. <clears throat> yeah. Dick. Organized. Spontaneous flowers was a, a character in a novel you wrote. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, science and nature. <clears throat> this time we'll start with Dan. What is Jess's spirit animal? Oh, I don't even know this. What is my spirit animal? Well, this is good. You can just make one up for each other. What? <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a... <laughs> <laughs> just buying himself some time nervous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> buying some time. Uh, well, I know one of Jess's favorite books is called Women Who Run With the Wolves. So wolf is her spirit animal. Okay, that's there good. Go. Okay. Uh, I don't know, some kind of bird. Maybe like a... Interesting. Like a, like a hawk or something. <laughs> <laughs> penguin. 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 Turkey. Penguin. Okay. Oh, penguin. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've decided. Blightless bird. Enjoys fish. Yeah. Can swim. Yeah. Mates for life. Slides around. Yeah. Slides on his tummy. <laughs> this is how I, this is how I want it. It's actually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, all right, done. Good one. Okay, and uh, last one, sports and leisure. Um, what was Jess's greatest sporting or gaming achievement? Mm. Sporting or gaming achievement? Ooh. Um, uh, well, I think... Um, 
probably your gymnastics career was the highlight of your sporting sporting achievements. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember seeing a photo of you dressed in, well, it was more dancing, actually. Mm -hmm. Dancing, your dance troupe. That was the the Mm. pinnacle for you, I think. What was the name of the dance troupe? Well, it was actually just my high school dance team. So the Harrison Raiderettes. Nice. The Harrison Raiderettes. Raiderettes. We went to nationals and we got Wow, that's really good. Yeah, we were great. So <laughs> good yes, job. Well done, Dan. I mean, well done me. But well done you, but well done you for knowing that. Yeah. And Dan's greatest sporting or gaming achievement? Um, well, he ran the Brooklyn half. That's pretty good. I think that was a really, really good one. That was definitely an achievement. I'm not sure it was the pinnacle. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, what? Was... What? what would it be? Why well, actually, I'm just not sure you know. You ran another big race in London when you were living in London too, didn't you? Uh, I did the Bath than... Half Marathon, but that was okay. not the pinnacle of anything. That was mm. not even the pinnacle of that day. Pinnacle of your <laughs> face hair, you had some amazing Yeah, beard you had a great, great moustache situation. I did. Anything. I stayed with, we were staying with the Casey's. Yeah. Um, and on the morning, I, I suppose I told people that if they sponsored me, I would shave my beard into an amusing shape. And we went, there was a barbershop just around the corner, and Shane Casey knew them. And uh, and they gave me like go faster stripes and yeah. like a big silly <laughs> mustache, mustache, handlebar yeah. mustache. And then I just during the race I got so sick. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I was just sick. like, yeah, I just I sort of had a little like, like stomach cramps oh, and no. was not enjoying really? myself and. And I just looked so stupid because I had the go faster <laughs> strike and the handlebar moustache. It's just like, whoa, that guy is having a horrible time and he looks quite stupid. <laughs> people probably thought it was like your stag weekend or something and people would put you up to running. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, ironic facial hair is, is never, I don't think it's ever a good idea mm. because the irony is lost on everybody who's not you. Yeah. To everybody else, you just have facial, facial hair. hair. Yeah. You don't know what you look like otherwise. So, yeah, they just would look at you and be like, oh, that's a stupid moustache. I mean, you know. Um, I was going to say, though, we were talking about last night, you guys had a gaming uh, victory at your wedding last year. Oh. Over my, that would have been a pinnacle moment. That was a high point, actually. Yes. Um, I will give the answer in a bit, but we, do you want to tell that story? Yeah. Uh, well, after our wedding at the after party, we played Cornhole. Which is an American game where you toss a beanbag into a hole on a board that's slightly tilted up. Yes. I guess it's is the way it's described. It's more fun than it sounds. It is it's more really fun and more difficult really yeah. than it sounds. It but is a we, game of precision. We beat two of the most competitive people in the world. One of which is my brother. Yeah. And yeah. we really didn't think we were going to win because we were both, I was quite drunk. Dan was really sick. And we were just kind of... And you just gotten married. You just, gotten, just married. got married. You were high on life. Yeah, and the people we were competing against were not giving us any any. And were the the hosts? Yeah, the they place, were the people who lived there. Yeah, yeah. But we, we crashed the wedding, hosted the after party. It was least yeah. they could do. It was amazing. Yeah. So then, they were not happy with our victory. <laughs> they tried to be happy for us. There was a lot of like when when Charles would score a point, he'd be like, "Our house, our house." <laughs> <laughs> That's a very American thing, though, very as well, American. isn't it? And um, I will, anyway, I what, is your, what my, is your pinnacle? My greatest sporting picture... Well, my pinnacle of achievement was I was on the swimming team at school. I really and I got that. my colours, which is I have my name on a board. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, that's good. It's always nice In to what, have one's name what on a stroke? board. Uh, breaststroke. Mm-hmm. Make your own jokes. <laughs> make your own, make, <laughs> make your own jokes there, listeners. Right, yeah. It's too easy. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Okay. Uh, we should explain that, that uh, or we should say that you're both journalists. Mm. That's correct. We didn't finish the introduction, really, did we? We didn't finish the introduction. <laughs> These are just people so far. They don't <laughs> have a purpose in life. But they have spirit will be animals. They're so captivated yeah. that they'll make it to this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, they will. So. They will, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you're working for Time. Is that right? I am Time's Europe editor, uh, which means I'm. You edit Europe? I edit Europe. We're getting oh, rid I'm of Slovakia. Slovakia. Already edited Britain out of Slovakia and Slovenia. Everyone's getting your confused. First, Time your to first job was to get Britain out of it. <laughs> yep. yes. Done. Successfully edited Britain TV. out of the European <laughs> Union. Um, and uh, yes, I'm uh, responsible for all kinds of coverage from elections to um, referenda. And yeah, it's a, I have a small team in London. Um, and it's good. It's nice. A, it's a nice job. Yeah. It's a nice job. Yeah. Um, you were giving us um, 
hints as to who the time person of the year is going to be. Like you, you told us you split spilled the beans last night, Dan. Isn't that true? Uh, and for so, any uh, of my employers who may be listening, <laughs> I will uh, I will refute those allegations. Do you know what the stage of it is? No, no. And right. it has to be well, said that... He says that, that now, but he does. <laughs> you're going to be surprised, listeners. You're going to be surprised by who it is. Oof. It's quite self-serving of Dan to insert himself in there. It's like, really, Dan? I don't know. Well, in my year, I've been the best. Quite frankly. No one else came close. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Have you seen my cornhole results? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the person of the year is, is chosen... By a very small team people, and then actually the the only one person, the editor in chief, makes the final decision, mm. and has been known in years past to change their mind the night before we go to press. Whoa! And they they put together a because they release the shortlist yeah. a sort of week or two in advance, so you know it's going to be one of those yeah. people. Um, and but in fact, no one really in the office knows which of the shortlisted people is going to find it. Exciting! Um, and I'm out of the tent now. I'm being thousands of miles away. From my employees, I'm going to be... I, I don't think I'm going to have any idea. That's what he says now, listeners. That's he's covering his tracks. <laughs> yeah. And Jess, where where are you journalising at the moment? I'm journalising for The Week magazine. The Week. Yeah. So uh, it's a weekly. Yes. Um, and so I'm working for the American version. It's also in the UK. But um, I'm an editor for the website. A senior editor there, um, and yeah, I, I run the kind of morning shift, American morning shift. But for me, it's like nine to six. For them, it's like four a.m. Yeah. So I get to jump on the news, um, the American news, in the morning, make sure the site looks in tip-top shape, and then in the afternoons, I do a lot of editing and writing. Um, I cover a lot of science. Oh that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, that's really handy that you got the morning shift. Yeah. And that you're living in London was that. Yeah. On purpose. Well, or? when they came to me and asked me if I wanted to take the job, I said, "Well, I'm moving to the UK." Um, and it just seemed to make sense because the job that they were looking to fill would have been, wouldn't have been 4 a.m., but it would have been like early 6 in the morning. Yeah. And that's a really hard job to fill yeah. in the States and to keep people in. Yes. Um, so I think it's beneficial for, for both of us. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we, that's really good. We actually owe the week a lot because yeah. we were working there. That's when we met. That's when we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, an editor on the website when I first moved to the United States. And then Jess came on as an intern. And... Drama. Yeah. yeah. Controversial. All of it's Love drama. Stalking the interns. Yeah. 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 Stalking the interns. <laughs> Looking for the weak. <laughs> In his penguin ways. Yeah. Just, like, just like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> they call the him the penguins. <laughs> Praying on the underemployed. I love that. Love. Yeah, Wolfing them the down. The visual like of fish. a little penguin walking around, stalking, standing there looking sorrowful. Just throw me more interns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start on the card. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. Um, now will it's I time. read them? We haven't even begun yet. Yeah, do you want to? We haven't even begun yet. So who are we playing? Are we playing as a team? Where yeah. everybody's together. Okay. Everybody, everybody's on the same team, yeah. and if you know the answer, shout it out. Yeah. Um, but then get ready to defend yourself. Oh. Um, and we'll go down the card just like we did with your personal cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, is there any um, one of the topics you feel like you'll be better on or worse on? Mm-hmm. Knowing the knowing what they are at this stage. Um, arts and what is it? Arts and well, literature. Arts and- or entertainment. There's science and nature. So I, yeah, science and nature, but I don't want to overpromise. Because, you know. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, it's I think we'll, to... we'll both do badly on the sports question. Yep. Neither of us on the sports question, but I should say. But I will American also tell you question. that often on these cards, it veers heavily towards leisure as ah. opposed to sport. Yeah. So right. you might be okay. But let's I'm start. I'm a big fan of leisure. So. Yeah, I think you. I, I, looking at the question already, I think we might be fine. Okay. On that one. Okay, we're going to open with geography. Yes. Robusta and Arabica are common species of what type of bean? That's a coffee bean. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. I only know because of coffee. Arabica, but Robusta sounds made up. Robusta. Like, that sounds like a made up word. 
went to school with a girl called Robust. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was thinking, people, if you're looking like for more names, you find, if you find out you're having a daughter, Robusta, put it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and, or Arabica. Or Robusta. Yeah, Arabica would not be a bad name. I Ar- Arabica McCarthy could happen. Mm. I would pronounce it Arabica. Arabica? Not that I've ever heard that or seen that word before, but Arab. it just seems like... Arab. 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 <laughs> Arabica. Uh, they are they are co- they are coffee beans, coffee beans. ladies well and gentlemen. Well done. Um, but Arabica, that the there's a one like it's Kenko or one of the instant coffee things is all about having I think special. I think that's how I knew it. Yeah. I remember that. From yeah, the, yeah. Of the ads. Kenko package or something. Yeah. yeah. Or like a hundred percent. It's a thing in the UK, and it's it bad. is. Instant coffee is a big thing in the UK, and it's not a good thing. No. It's coffee flavored water. Yeah. It's just it's horrible. Crystal. Those little, those little crystal granules. Pellets. Yeah. yeah. I know. What is that? You're both drinking coffee now. Real coffee. Real coffee. Real coffee. For real that, people. That Connor McCarthy Robusta. ground this morning. Arabica. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robusta. We have. We, Connor bought a new. When you move into a new house and you don't really have anything to do to it as she stares at her peeling wallpaper in the bedroom um, that needs to be taken care of, uh, you tend to buy things you don't necessarily need. Like what? Like a very fancy coffee grinder. But that's, you know. But does it make your life better? Well, we used it for the first time today, so jury's out. We will let you know. Mm -hmm. But today it is making it better considering I was up every two hours last night. I'm Ah. feeling like that was a good thing. Mm. Uh, okay, entertainment. Oh, what? Do you have a question, Mark Hinton? A follow up? Uh, coffee? Mark Hinton doesn't drink coffee. Uh, no. No. Just wait but do you, eat, do you eat cake good. made with coffee? Do you eat things sure. made with coffee? People always people buy coffee cake and they're like, oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't give coffee cake to <laughs> Like Canada. they've just served you like a meat pie as a vegetarian or something. Yeah. Because, but there are things like you won't have something made with wine. Well, I'll eat it, but you know. But you won't be happy I won't about enjoy it. it. Like yeah, it. no. What, so do you not like the taste people... of coffee, or you just don't like the like caffeine? Yeah, I just was like, why would you get into this game? But I have actually been because uh, then people are just like, oh, I need coffee, otherwise I get a headache, or I, you know, you do become addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it tastes mm-hmm. so good. Just stay, stay it off delicious. it. I don't like hot drinks anyway. But actually, I have been uh, taking a bit of coffee recently. What? What? Mm. Not drinking Stompers. hot coffee. Snorting I, it. Yeah. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Licking it. R- Taking rubbing it. Rubbing it in your gums. I put some in a milkshake sometimes. Really? When it needs, needs a pep. Needs, when you needs a pep. Needs a pep. You had it here first, folks. Yeah. This is, this is a new Mark Hinton. Mr. No Sugar, but plus coffee. Mm. This is Mark Hinton 2.0, well, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would take sugar to get a pep, but if I'm going to try and cut down on sugar, I, don't know, I need something, so... Mm. I know, that's the thing, we all need something. But what's the deal with coffee? You know, because it doesn't have any energy in it. So is it just burning up energy, you know, that you would be using later? I don't know. So is it basically stealing energy from your future self? That's my question. That's a deep question. Mm. Jess, yeah, as no. the science journalist nope. in the room. <laughs> pass, pass. I think it just tastes delicious. Yeah. I actually think I do it less for the... Zing, and more for the... I love the taste of it. What would you do? Decaffeinated? Mm-hmm. I drank decaffeinated a lot when I... Bluff, bluff, bluff. I'm also mm-hmm. hammered. Mm-hmm. Um, I drank decaf a lot when I was pregnant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I because saying, I, I wanted was... the taste of it. Like, I wanted the, to have coffee. I was doing a story on coffee about a year ago, and I interviewed a guy who basically wrote the book on coffee, wrote a whole book on the history of coffee. And I said, see, the thing is, I, I said the same thing. I don't think I really need coffee. I can... You know, I can go with that. I just like the taste of it. I like the ritual of it. I like the way it smells. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. You, you can say that. And most people say that. But then try not having it for a couple of days and see oh, yeah. what happens. And, I, and he said, when was the last time you went without coffee for more than 24 hours? And I was like, yeah, don't know. Don't know. No, mm. I, and now I'm in a stage in my life where I, look, I do look for it. I go to bed thinking about coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, uh, this is what's yeah. going to be happy for me. So, yeah, no, I'm fully aware that I'm addicted to it at this yeah. stage. No, no questions. Yeah. But I... Um, I also need it. Did you, you, but you drank soft drinks, caffeinated soft drinks, or not really? Uh, soft drinks, but not very often. And I, not Coke or Pepsi or any of those. I don't think there's a lot of caffeine in Coke, right? But there it definitely is. Not as much as in a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Yeah. So you wouldn't get, like, crazy? Uh, no. Canton gets crazy 
on his own. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need any I, I would drink 7-Up, but I don't know how much caffeine there is in 7-Up. I think it's just sugar. Yeah. That's the sugar pep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Entertainment. What desk item was encased in jelly in the office and hoarded by Milton in office space? And I don't know if this is oh. the... It must be the UK the, office. Uh, what? Because it's, I, a, no, it's, it's British office space. space. The Mike Judge yeah, the, the film... It, but yeah. it's the but it's the office and office space. So there's two. It's, it's oh. So what desk item was encased in jelly in the office stapler. and hoarded yeah. by Milton? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Stapler. Yeah. I don't, I'll stick with Justin. And is yeah. that Gareth's stapler? Martin Freeman put it in jelly. What? Yes. That's he was he kept saying that's my stapler and then he put it in jelly <laughs> and then. I do but also yeah. and the fact yeah. that it was called jelly and not Jello gives me a hint that it is the British yeah. version of the office. Funny that they use the stapler in office space as well. Well, it is. An, <laughs> you do have them in it offices. It's an essential. And if you can't find if you can't find a stapler, nothing makes you angrier. Yeah, it's true. Yes, like it's really the worst. Yeah. Or if your stapler jams, or if it's out of staples. Oh. Out of staples. I don't even. I've never even really worked in an office for more than four months at a time, and it pisses me off. <laughs> don't get me started. Gripes. Every yeah. office I've ever been in, we just have too many staplers. We have them everywhere. Oh. Well, lucky <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a great life, Dan Stewart. <laughs> you lucky duck. Okay. You give, give us free staplers. Yeah. Then. Well, you could. You could at least. Man, you should be like. Birthday presents for everyone is always yeah, a crudely wrapped in a, in a jelly. Put in a jelly. <laughs> jelly. Um, do you have a stapler in your own home? Yes. Do you have a hole punch in your own home? No. Interesting. I will not have a hole punch. <laughs> <in my own. laughs> not what people think we are. Punch our own holes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have teeth, don't I? Um, we recently just got a printer. Speaking of home offices, which we haven't had in about six years, Handy. and it. It's fantastic. Very handy. <laughs> I highly recommend printers. Yeah. To listeners listening to this in 50 or 60 years time, I know. they're going to be like, what the fuck's a printer? Yeah. What's, the, what's a staple? What's punch holes in something? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What's paper? Yeah. That's what they're going to be saying. Uh, speaking of the past and the future, history, what nation has a problem with rhesus monkeys invading government offices on a regular basis? Ireland. <laughs> Satire. <clears throat> Reese's monkeys. What do those look like? I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm guessing the Philippines. Oh, I was going to say gonna... India. I India. think uh, Gibraltar, but Gibraltar's not a nation, right? No. no, it's part of Britain, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No longer an, part of it's Europe. A principality, I believe. Yeah. But like, they have trouble with monkeys. But I'm, maybe they're not Reese's monkeys. They do have monkeys. Really? In Gibraltar. It's the only place in Europe that has monkeys. Barbary apes. That's what they're called. Oh. Yeah. So, they uh, no. give you a haircut. Baboom. Damn. Baboom. Yeah. Okay. You're saying Philippines. It could be like Indonesia or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, can't I feel remember like what a rhesus monkey is. In India is the only place I've run into a lot of monkeys There's, messing with shit on a daily basis. India's quite a professional place, though. I don't think they'd have monkeys like invading their parliament. <laughs> Sounds like something out of the Jungle Book. There's, and, uh... there's a, an Asian country where they had problems with monkeys in the train station. I saw this on a stupid documentary on BBC. And, uh, yeah, the monkeys would steal people's food mm-hmm. and handbags and stuff. And so they would try and get rid of the monkeys. Monkeys just weren't afraid of humans anymore because like, these humans are just... Like, they, they look, look big, but they, they will not fight Idiots. back. Yeah. Idiots. So what they did was they got this guy, this guy who, I don't know, he spent years or something training for this, but he dresses <laughs> up as a monkey. <laughs> like them so he looks like and he moves exactly like them and so he looks like a giant monkey and they're like fuck he's one of us but he's giant he's like king monkey we've got to get the hell out of here yeah so there's a guy just wandering around the train station all day long dressed as that monkey yeah I think think Indonesia why not Indonesia yeah what anyone else yeah I'll go with that you're gonna stick with Philippines yeah shit it is India India Mm. yep that was the only place I've been uh, encountered monkeys up close messing with my shit all the time. Yeah. 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 I've never Not heard. in a scary way, but in a kind of like, I don't like this. There are yeah. monkeys everywhere. It wasn't 
It wasn't monkeys with a capital M, was it? The oh, you know, it was the monkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. Baby Jones. <laughs> are everywhere. They're always in the Indian Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, India is a very professional place, but it is one of those places where you also can't believe how insane it is. You know, there are things where you're going, this is like normal life. And New Delhi, in a lot of ways, feels like a normal city. And you're like, this is... And then all of a sudden, there's like six cows and everyone's just moving around them. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, that's... Monkeys but creating laws. <laughs> Monkeys writing laws. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah. Sanity. Chaos. Insanity. Mm. Um, okay. Arts and literature. What youthful antihero uses stolen fairy technology to build a C-cube supercomputer? Excuse Whoa. me? What youthful antihero uses stolen fairy technology what? to build a C-cube Supercomputer. Is it those uh, books by S-E-A cube? No, as in C as in the letter. Oh. C cube. And it's it's C cube. C cube. It's I think it's that um those books by Owen Colfer, maybe? Uh yeah. it's like a series of I'm young out. adult books. I'm tapping Is out. John Lightning or Lightning Kid. Oh, no, Percy 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 Throwers Jackson. Percy Jackson Lightning. But Percy he's not Potter. an anti hero, is he? Uh, no, it's I, that's why. Like, it's like a the star of those books by Aaron Colfer is definitely a. But I can't remember what they're called now. Um, there's like a whole series of them, mm. and they're supposed to be quite funny. Um, He's an Irish author, I think. This is very. And he's googling the answer now. I'm I'm just looking it up. I'm just looking it up. Hold on. Uh, Har- like Harry Potter, you know. It is. Why not? It is a book that I've never read. It is a young adult book. It's not Harry Potter. Young uh, adults. Okay. So it's not, I was I've thinking heard of, of it, like, but I would never have guessed it, and I've never read them. And it's not by Owen Colfer. It doesn't say who it is by. Ugh. Unfortunately, but it's not. It's not, per- it's not. It's not. It's not Percy Jackson. No, well, those are all mythological creatures. Um, it yeah, is. Ar- it's Artemis Fowl. Yeah, oh. that's the guy. Is that, that's the Owen Colfer book. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know the name, so I won't get a point. Yeah. But... No, half point. No, no. The fact no, no, point, no, no, no points. No, 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 no points. No points awarded. Points about Artemis Fowl. Hmm. It's got a bird on the cover, doesn't it? Like I've seen them in bookstore windows all the time. Yeah. They were very popular. I believe they were in your house. Yeah, I think Charles has read them. Yeah. Maybe that's why I know them mm. or know what there they look go, like. Yeah. My brother is one of those people who reads pretty much anything and everything. He's very, very well read, which is surprising. Is it? <laughs> to me. Why is it surprising? <laughs> I don't know. But he's a woodsman. To me, he's a woodsman. He's a woodsman. He is, uh, yeah, I don't know. He does love to read. And he reads quickly. I guess that's uh, always surprising to me. People who can read a book in a few days. I, I cannot do that. I was just in France. And what, how many day, books did you read? He was doing a, a book a day. What? For like two days. Yeah. Three days. I get my teeth into it. I go for it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's... I cannot Wait, do that. Wait, he did a book a day for two days. Three days. days, Three days. That's just three books. Yeah, but a book a day is impressive. Well, it depends on the book. I mean, that's true. It does. (laughs) Picture book. Tinted in the Picaros. (laughs) Yeah, I can't do that. I'm just not a fast reader. Neither can I. No. So does Charles, like, just stand beside a tree and think, someday I'm going to read the shit out of you? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know it now. But you're gonna make a lovely book. <laughs> you're gonna make a lovely book. Artemis Fowl waiting to happen. Waiting to happen. Do you enjoy books that are um, fantastical? I do, actually. I like a nice science fiction or interesting book like that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, your brother recommended a book to me once uh, called The Magicians mm. by a guy who I now work with randomly. He's a time writer called Lev Grossman. Um, and that's a very good book. Like Harry Potter for grown-ups. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. And Jess, are you a not really fantasy person? No. no. Do you read more fiction or non-fiction? No, I read a lot more non-fiction. Yeah. I do a lot of like memoirs and science and and. What's um, uh, a top science book recommendation that you read recently? Dan gave me an amazing book called *The Sixth Extinction*. The Sixth Extinction. Yes, it's by Elizabeth Colbert. Yeah, is that New York Times writer? No, New Yorker. New Yorker. Yeah. Is that currently happening, or is that yes? Okay. Well, we are now entering the Anthropocene, which is the human-made um, era on Earth, and mm. when pe- when when aliens come and look back at the history of our planet, they'll be able to see evidence of humans and you know how we've 
kind of basically. And they things. determine that geologically, right? Is that yeah, the, geologically, yeah. and um, yeah, they can look at the fossil record and see when massive extinctions happened, and kind of yeah. talk about why. Um, and yeah, the the current stage that we're in now, where the the, the climate is warming, I mean, it, it means terrible things for most of the species on Earth. And, um, yeah, it's it, it sounds really depressing, but it's a fascinating mm. read. It's fascinating, and she writes it so well. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really good. I would highly recommend it. Cool. And it won the um, won the Nobel. Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, one of, one of the big ones. One of the big ones. Yeah. One yeah. of the big ones. Okay, science and speaking of science, science and nature, which of these is not a mushroom? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of brands of things, types of things. I know. Yeah. Cremini, Enoki, or Kombu? I'm Kombu, K O M B U. Coffee and mushrooms. I know, I mean, sorry, this is, this is just... Mark Canton's worst nightmare <laughs> of a card. Wait, what so are these called? Cremini is a mushroom. Cremini is a mushroom. Which of these is okay. not a mushroom? Cremini, enoki, or kombu? Enoki? How do you spell that? E-N-O-K-I. Or kombu. Kombu. K-O-M-B-U. K-O. I want to say enoki is a mushroom, but then I'm also thinking it could be a trick question. Yes. I, yeah, I think it might be enoki might not be the mushroom because it sounds like a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas crumby... Combo. 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 Cosby. It sounds like... Uh, I mean, it's, it's probably some kind of. I'm, I, I, from I, Lasses <laughs> or wine, isn't it? Well, what's the uh, combo for, in? What, wasn't it combo in uh, This Is England? Isn't he the racist? Oh, yes. Combo, <laughs> yes. No, comp, compo is in Lasses of Summer Wine. That's right. <laughs> yes. Compo and Foggy. Yeah. Jess is looking at me like, what? I am too. I have no idea. What you're you about. need to get the box set of. If you want to understand England, you need to watch the box set of Lasses of Summer Wine. <laughs> it is possibly the worst sitcom ever written. Uh, that's which is a bold claim, but I mean, it was. But it is, it has staying power. Like it yeah. is one of the, like one guy wrote it, and there's like 150 episodes or something yeah. of it. It's incredible how much of this show he it's wrote. It's set in the north of England, and it is about elderly people mm. and how funny they are. And it's one of those sitcoms where they say everything as if it's a joke, but they're not actually jokes. They're just lines, and there's like a laugh track and everything. And it's quite confusing. And every time they will in some way end up in a bathtub racing down the hill. <laughs> it's just like my kind of show. This is. Yeah. I think they show that on BBC America late night. It's a pretty sexy it's show. It's a sexy <laughs> show. <laughs> well, bathtubs. Yeah. You never know. Uh, okay, so what are we saying? Kombu? I feel like that's a Japanese mushroom. Here's something maybe. else interesting about Last okay. Summer Wine. Forget mushrooms. I hate mushrooms. It has, it plays the trick um, of having the theme tune sound like the title of the show so you're thinking of the title of the show even though it doesn't sing that it is it's just a musical thing but it goes the last of the summer wine it's the last of yeah. the summer wine so even though it's just da, 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 it sounds like the words which is kind of cool i think the same thing with game of thrones mm. i think that's because dan wrote it's a game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game of Thrones. Not a game, game of Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. It's, it's a, a game, game of, of Thrones. Thrones. We're going to have to play the music and you're going to have to sing along to it. Yeah, well, it's on YouTube somewhere. I can't remember. I, yeah. uh, Okay, so we're saying kombu is a mushroom and enoki is not a mushroom. Is that our guess? I, I think that's... I'm going to... It's a bold choice. But yeah. Think, yeah. Yes. Kombu is not a mushroom. It is a type of kelp. Edible kelp. <laughs> I was right at but it's probably Japanese though. It was a double blind. It was a double blind. Yeah, but you know what? Actually, we, we never learned this, Mark Canton, that these cards never actually are trying to fake you out. It yeah, really yeah, it's is. It's always the, like, go with what you think. Yeah. It's, the easiest, it's the easiest thing. They're not, we're, we're all too smart for this game. True. That's that's, that's yeah. the takeaway. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we are all way too smart. So Mark Hanton hates mushrooms. Jess, mm -hmm. mushrooms? Uh, yeah, touch and go. Touch and go. Mm, interesting. I, I like them a lot. Um, in, in Indiana, we go mushroom hunting for morels. Mm, yeah, I love morels. Morels, morels. And then yeah. you just fry them up in butter. Yeah. So good. I like yeah. the idea of going mushroom hunting for morels. You need more morals more than a young go child. Go them. mushroom hunting. Go find them. <laughs> uh, Dan, mushrooms? Uh, big fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like them on toast. 
Um, yeah. Like it was part of a breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll have them every time. Take, take a mushroom, no problem. Yeah, I never used to. And then I had to, like, fight my dislike for them to start liking them. Yeah. And now I genuinely like them. Isn't that lovely? Mm. I wish more things in life could be like that. It's like olives. Mm. You have to have a thousand olives before you... If you don't like olives... But it's olives, like alcohol. You have to it's like alcohol. You've got to sort of like make coffee. your coffee alcohol. Yeah. Mm. Mushrooms are gross. Like... But olives <laughs> have always just been... Mushrooms are gross. Come on. Uh, you know mushrooms... <laughs> Science, mushrooms are more closely related to us than they are to plants. Think about <laughs> Basically that. like eating humans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, it's like eating animals, which I do all the time. But yeah, um, but yeah they're gross. But uh, olives, <laughs> I've always just been like, these are fine. I've olives. never been like, I hate them or I love them. So I was like, mm. yeah, fine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I came to olives later, but I don't think I ever... Yeah, I think it was one I had to grow grow into olives a little bit. One thing that they love in England is peas, and I hate peas. Really, you hate I peas? I really don't like them. I, I'm a, I, I love What's peas. What's offensive about a pea? So everything. It's mushy. It's green. When you bite into it, it squirts. It's mm, interesting. <laughs> Need I go on? Mm. <laughs> what about like pea? Like when you have like pea in, in a pod or like when you can eat I can like do a, like fresh peas yeah yeah I mean I think the thing is I've been eating much more fresh peas recently and they've been pretty good yeah but in America I remember my babysitter used to make me eat those frozen yeah. boiled peas oh, yeah. and they're just yeah I can awful. understand that tinned not. peas are pretty bad tinned peas are gross oh yeah, tinned peas yeah. are really nasty yeah. uh, no one wants I a tinned pea I would have tinned mushy peas sometimes oh no mushy peas yeah, yeah. Well, see, you would have thought it, but it's it's actually all right. Yeah. It's, they're actually okay. Well, you can have you the mushy peas. I'll stick with the the, mush, the mushrooms. The mushrooms. Coffee yeah. mushrooms. Uh, Breakfast of champions. Sports and leisure. Again, veering more towards leisure, so everyone relax. I may have seen the answer on the card, but I can't. I do couldn't figure out the word. Okay. So, but anyway, I what, might have to sit this. What out. does a chef do with a mandolin? Oh, a mandolin. I mandolin. know. I know. Yeah. Um, they t- cut into very thin slices vegetables and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a flat thing that you. It's very dangerous. Mm. Yeah, you, you they could play take a tick of a finger off of that. Uh, early nineteen fifties yeah. Americana music. They do. That's mm. my answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, it's a it's a slicer and it's very scary. You're supposed to wear a hand guard, but when you watch some cooking shows, you just see chefs like, yeah. and it's always like, someone's gonna lose a finger because yeah. they're so sharp, and you you hold on to the thing and you go really fast. You're mm. joyful about that. You're it's like, like a yes. more violent. This is finally gonna be the episode oh, of Ready Steady Cook where Ainsley Harriet's like, ah, hospital. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't. The I, I slicing really, I can't. Um, makes me feel sick mm. to my stomach. Slicing and cuts and. <laughs> no, no thank you no thank you um, uh, so you don't own a mandolin is my no. guess we don't we own a banjo <laughs> yeah. we own a banjo yeah and we a guitar you have a guitar don't you or no uh, we have a guitar and a banjo do you have a piano. piano in your house yeah we do mm-hmm. wow how'd you get a piano in your house uh, well it's an electric piano okay um, and we I got it for my birthday a few years ago okay. and so shipped it, it traveled with shipped it. it unfortunately the power plug doesn't work in the UK, uh, yeah. so we still have to get that. But once we do, but it's there. Well, there'd be no going back. Yeah. There's a piano. Look out! 24/7. Look out! Home. Northwest yeah. London. Then we can. Yeah. Then you can play along with our neighbours. There's a girl that lives next to us, and we can hear her. I can hear her during the day singing yeah. through the wall, oh. singing like bad renditions of like Celine Dion and Whitney Houston, and wow, just at the top of her lungs. It's amazing. Oh. I think we'll she's some like, teenager or something. And like I was that girl, definitely. Yeah. But I lived in the country where no one could hear me. Mm-hmm. And I actually, you know, I respect her a lot for being like, fuck it. I, I like her taste in music. Are you sure it's not a, I mean, she's, well, she's going for it. Dra- Diva. She really does go for it as well. She really does go for it. It yeah. could be, it could be the mom. Well, I hear my baby. Oh. That would be awkward. Um, I, was, I can't remember who I was listening to talking about her neighbor. They had, she had thin walls between her and the neighbor and the neighbor would come home, I think, <laughs> he would play piano anyway. And, uh, but he would actually shout through the walls like, any requests? <laughs> <laughs> she could like, well, will you play this? And then yes. play specific tunes for her. I love it. Yeah. That's That'll be us. Um, okay, we're going to wrap it up because yes. my baby is screaming yes. downstairs. Um, well, uh, I, I... Did we win? This could be... Yeah, we you won. won. Yeah. Um, this could be um, <laughs> competitors for the least um, needed plugs ever, but Time Magazine 
It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> available it's, in news agencies. You can find it news in online. And uh, the week. The week is also theweek.com. Theweek.com. Do you have? Um, well, Dan, you're on Twitter. Jess, you're yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Jess Hollinger. Uh, that's I'm that Dan Stewart. Yeah. Not the, not this. Anything else that you've done that we can find anywhere, mm. or any specific article that you've written? They're like, oh, it would be great if this particular article. This is my favorite article that I've ever done. Uh, I wrote a nice article after British politics melted down in the summer. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, good. And I was proud of that. Good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been writing a lot about um, awe recently and mm. why we feel awe. So, mm. yeah, the top pinned article on my Twitter feed is a piece I wrote about awe. So I'd love it if people read, read that. Cool. It's Super. Interesting. Awesome. Mm. Indeed. Why is it good to have some awe but not good to be full of awe? There's the question to leave you with today. Everyone, you can Twitter <laughs> us your answers. Deep thoughts. Yeah. Deep, deep with thoughts with Mark cahoots. Panton and Anne Go. Um, okay, we've, I've got nothing to plug, like, as normal. Yeah. Um, thanks yeah. for having us, guys. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, for inviting to us to this the bed. Wonderful. The, thanks for being our first bedroom guest. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, our, this has always been the dream for Trivial Cahoots. Now that we have 100 episodes. Moving on up. Taking it to the mattresses. Mm-hmm. That's how we're doing it. Until next time. Kahoot it up! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Any, any idea for better taglines? <laughs>